We're going to focus in, first of all, on transit in our city and the fact that we need more stable funding for the future. So say our city councillors. So let's get the word of one of them, Edmonton City Councillor for Ward Dene, Aaron Paquette. Councillor Paquette, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And you know, that news item during the break was really interesting about uh, Homo sapiens mating with Neanderthals. I think my <laughs> wife thinks that we still are. <laughs> yeah. I, Sorry to my kids on that one. <laughs> I suppose it depends on, on who's listening, whose ears perked up there. But yeah, that was sort of like a, a deep news piece from Randy Gilbert. I love that one. I like those sort of weird ones. I'm glad that you, I'm glad to have you listening, uh, Mr. Burkett. I know that you have a lot of things on your plate and a lot of things on your mind. So uh, let's focus in on something that I know a lot of Edmontonians are talking about and thinking about as well, which is transit in this city. I mean, you know the frustration, you know that there's a lot of really jaded people when it comes to talking about transit in any way. How how much oxygen does this suck up when it comes to council and how much you're discussing it, how much you're thinking about it? Because I would imagine that as much as it feels like it's a big issue for us as citizens, it's got to be uh, weighing on you pretty heavily over there. Oh yeah, it's a constant conversation. Uh, in fact, we uh, recently started like regular updates on transit safety and downtown safety and all that stuff. And um, you know, as uh, listeners may be aware, um, some of our uh, economic woes here have to do with uh, the fact that transit um, has been neglected. There's there just hasn't been enough investment in transit over the years. You know. Uh, going in the way back machine and starting in 2017, I proposed to council, okay, what if we look at transit if, like, as if it were free, there was no charge to get on transit, and then the total opposite, what if there were no subsidies whatsoever and people paid the full like 8 or $10 across per ride? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens if we look at all those things? What do we learn? Well, what we found out was actually really valuable. Uh, transit itself... Uh, gives us a three-to-one return on investment. So every dollar we put into transit, we get uh, $3 back in economic activity. And, you know, moving goods and services, reducing impact on roads, moving people freely throughout the city to work or spend money in Edmonton. And yet we don't invest in transit as if it's essential to our economy, which it obviously would be. If we got rid of transit yeah, uh, tomorrow, Chelsea, um, it would devastate our local economy. So why aren't we investing properly? That's the big question, right? It's interesting to hear it framed like that because I feel I, I feel that so many members of this city have kind of decided that they're just going to kind of wash their hands and give up on it. And the idea that people are actually using it to that extent, that it is so valuable for our economy, is really surprising to me. Wh- why then has it been something that's just been kind of put on the back burner and m- maybe this is fair or not to say, but maybe not pre- prioritized in the way that it should have been who whose decisions are those yeah you know that's that's a really good question and ultimately that's council decisions and what they want to invest into it based on the budget now it's really hard for councils to say well we're going to put a little bit more into transit especially if people are looking at transit and say why it's it, it, look it's 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 not functioning the way we want it to it doesn't feel safe why throw good money after bad well the answer obviously is that the reason that transit is not up to snuff is because it has been starved of resources and we've got to reverse that trend. Um, it has not grown uh, since 2015. There has been no increase in service hours, even though our population has increased by 18% since then. And uh, so we really need to take a look at this and take a look at it seriously. It's been a passion of mine. And now I'm happy to say that I think it's a passion of, of councils to make sure that we've got safe transit, clean transit, transit that gets you to where you need to go in a timely fashion. 
um, those are the things that we need. You know, when you say starved of resources, it sort of reminds me of the what about conversation that comes up anytime that this discussion takes place. And I know that you are no stranger to this as well, but people will bring up the what about then the bike lane situation. If this has been starved of resources, then what about this other area that we've injected some money into? So is that that fair? (laughs) Can you speak to that? I love that question. And here's why. (laughs) We've got two challenges with transit. And this is the way our budgets operate. And I I promise I won't get too technical, but we've got the operating budget, which is, you know, the day-to-day making things run. And then there's the capital budget, which is all the infrastructure or machinery and things like that that we need to make the city run. So bike lanes fall into the capital, not the operating. And the operating is where the real expenses are. When it comes to the, and, and those, by the way, those two budgets, they cannot cross. Like they are completely separate from each other. And the way that the bike lanes work is first, we haven't invested $1 yet into that. Uh, so there's no financial impact on that whatsoever uh, to date because they're still doing the preparation. And when it does roll out, this is the really cool thing about capital is that Edmonton, uh, you know, because we're such a large uh, city with a huge budget, we get really amazing, amazing interest rates. So we don't actually end up spending that money the way you'd think. It, it goes on to borrowing over a period of decades. And because we get such a great uh, interest rate, it actually costs us less to do that and to save the money and then spend it. So, First of all, we haven't spent any dollars on bike lanes yet, and when we do, it will have an absolute minimal impact on the tax rate. Um, it's the operating that really uh, makes an impact on, on the city spending. It's interesting the way that you're framing that because, you know, even just looking at our text line right now as we're having this conversation, there's someone saying, no, we've spent we've spent too much money on the LRT. So it's hard to sort of satisfy and please everyone in this city. And- oh, yeah, and, and that's the thing. We've got a million people in this town. And uh, I say town because we always think like we're a small town, even though we're a major, major (laughs) city. But uh, we've got a million people and everyone's going to have a different idea. Uh, I might think, you know what, let's not spend any money on LRT. My neighbor will say, are you kidding? We need it. Spend the money. So the job of uh, counselors is really talk to everyone and try to find out, you know, where the majority sort of feels and what actually makes sense at the end equation. Um, And that goes right back to what I was saying, that three to one return on investment. Um, You know, it's not just the city investing into the LRT, it's the federal government and the provincial government, because all levels of government see that return on investment and know that it actually is meaningful and ends up reducing costs. Like, I'll give you a quick example. Just the overpass over 50th Street for the train, which a lot of people are grateful for, Mm -hmm. um, costs almost double whatever we will actually put into 100 kilometers of bike lanes. Infrastructure is expensive. So when we're talking about stable funding for transit, and that's, you know, kind of the crux of this conversation that we're having right now, there are a few ideas. And there are some ideas that I don't know are going to be that well received uh, based on what you just explained by Edmontonian. So there are a few different ones. I want you to kind of walk us through a a few of the major ideas and how these would maybe work and how reasonable they they might be to actually entertain. So transit tax could be one of them. Can you expand on that? Yeah, so uh, the idea was that, uh, you know, if you if we'll have a dedicated transit tax, so every home pays like, a, you know, five bucks a year into what's called the transit tax, and that gives us like a, you know, a sure funding for the system so we can actually have more peace officers, more cleaning, have it expand so that people can actually use it in a better way than they do today. Okay. Uh, so that's one idea. The other is just, in general, increasing property taxes, which no one wants to do. Right. 
How, much, how likely is that one? That's what I'm curious about. Yeah, so and that's tricky because uh, you may know that the uh, police just got a um, uh, an arbitration, a settlement uh-huh. on uh, raising their salaries. So that's actually going to impact our property tax. So we're already uh, looking at that, and you know, it makes it a really tough proposition. I mean, the truth is that in Edmonton, we've actually had the lowest average tax increases of every other major municipality in Canada over the past five years. Uh, And it's not even close. So, you know, there is that reality. And I know that, uh, you know, when Casey Madhu came on the scene uh, way back when he said, you know, Edmonton just needs to raise taxes, you got tax. And I'm not sure we all agree with that. So I'm I'm curious, and our our listeners can text in as we're having this conversation. I'm curious, posing it to you, Chet Nation, how do you feel about raising taxes, whether it's property taxes or whether it's a transit tax? I'm going to take a wild guess on that answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see. Let's be fair. I mean, it's still early in the week, so maybe we'll have a rational discussion about this one. But I'm I'm curious, your knee-jerk reaction, Chet Nation, 780-496-0063. All of these kind of involve more money being spent. You know, the other idea um, would be to impose a critical improvement tax. The other one would be to potentially raise fares. I mean, if we if we do or we don't entertain some of these, what's what's really at stake here if we don't get some more stable funding in place? Well, what's at stake is, like I said, uh, we know that uh, transit is actually essential to the economic well-being of our city. That's just a fact. We can't dispute that. Um, it's in black and white. If we don't invest, we're going to see a further degradation of transit further degradation of those options and what do we do uh just close down transit and then fold that money into roads well it won't go far because roads are incredibly expensive to build um just uh work work on the yellowhead freeway is uh over a billion dollars so that's way more than we spend on transit and we'd have to keep doing that over and over and building more road lanes and more road lanes without giving people other options what we need to do is make transit more attractive and more of a sensible safe option now one of the ways that we can do that is look at a transit funding formula we just recently finished a police funding formula that will give the police surety over the next like several several years uh with their budgets and they can innovate within that they can do what they want uh to maximize every dollar if it's good for that, uh, for the EPS, it should surely be good for ETS. And that way it's predictable. No one's getting hit with a sudden sticker shock. It's something that we grow gradually and incrementally until we get to where we want to go, which I think is probably the most prudent way to, to go forward. I mean, it's a big ask, and I know you, you appreciate this as well, Councillor Briquette, you know, that, that people do feel really frustrated and jaded when it comes to transit in our city, whether it's the reliability of it, you know, the fact that we have been, we've been late uh, for a deadline for uh, for the Valley Line LRT for about three years now, um, or whether it's safety issues. And so, you know, to kind of reframe our minds around it and then want to make this something that we actually choose and prioritize, it's, a, I think, a really difficult ask for this city. You know, you raise such good points. Uh, let's just them really quick the delays for the lrt you know it's not the city building it it is private contractors sure. people who know their business who know how to build mm-hmm. these are the ones doing it they've ran into some problems uh, we just got an auditor's report that said that uh, city council and city administration has been dealing with this appropriately and it, it, with a, a great amount of fairness so the good news is that uh, trans ed says that that line is going to open 
before winter. So that's great. The other thing is when it comes to safety, you know, it's funny. I just had a, um, a meeting with, uh, with the province, a lot of the MLAs, a lot of the counselors, and they're very aware that addictions, mental health, and housing are all within their responsibility. And the city is just trying to keep up with the issues while we're waiting for the province to come up with a plan. They say they have a plan that they're developing and they will roll it out. So we're all waiting with bated breath for that. We'll be very happy when that happens. And then the last thing is that, uh, you know, you right remember there was a big bus network redesign and that the promise of that was that we redesigned this whole system because it kind of grown into like this mess of spaghetti over the you know decades. So it's a refresh, and now we can start building sensibly on on top of that so that uh, we get better service for everyone. Okay, Councillor Paquette, thank you so much uh, for giving us so much of your time this afternoon and for fielding so many questions. I really appreciate it. Chelsea, thank you. And also thank you for making afternoons so much brighter. We really, really appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate that. Take care. All right. That's Councillor uh, for Ward Denae, Aaron Paquette, answering some questions about transit in Edmonton needing some more stable funding for the future. What do you make of some of his ideas and some of his points about transit?